all right. <laughs> I love how we all waited. <laughs> hey, man, I left it open this time. because I, I know you did. I know you did. But we left it open on purpose, too. That's amazing. Everyone's so out. lost right now. I know. Shout-outs to everybody who tunes in off the top. Shout-outs to Devin. Shout-outs to Lee J. Shout-outs to all you guys for tuning in to Geektastic Cypher. We are live. And this week, we have a very, very, very special guest. Um, he's been on the show in the past. Uh, and I, I, for the life of me, always feel like I'm going to say his name wrong. So I'll say his first name only, Kwanzaa. Uh, and I hope you aren't offended that I didn't say your last name. But I, I would prefer to let you say it because you will do your name justice. Can, can, I, can I give an attempt? Go for it. Osajifo. Yep. There you go. Osajifo. Right. I think That's it's right. just, a, it's, you know, it's, it's that... It's that there's a there's a J and a Y next to each other, and people Back. aren't used to seeing it, and they don't Back. know what their mouths are supposed to do. If you're if you know if you're really speaking English, you're just like, listen, what's a J listen. and a Y do together? I, I, I'm Nigerian. I've seen those those spellings. There you go. There you go. So I understand. I guess this it. is why this is why this is why I don't try this because I'm West Indian <laughs> Antiguan Canadian. And, uh, uh, no, my know, Nigerians I, when they see the name, they're always like. Yeah, yeah, they, they know what's up. They, they right. Not, not. right Yo, off the bat. Wait, speaking of Nigerians, isn't your Greek uh, Greek freak is half Nigerian, right? He is, but that and, part's not being mentioned. Everyone's all he's just Greek all of a sudden. Yeah, I didn't but understand. <laughs> I know we don't usually talk about sports for all you guys who are listening. You're just like, what? Who Greek freak? Uh, basketball. The Bucks won the NBA championship. Shout and, out to Giannis Atentacumpo. Yeah, that's it. There you go. See, I wasn't gonna try and say that name either. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the first time I tried to say Galifianakis. Send all the names my way. I, yeah, got <laughs> I couldn't say Galifianakis for the longest time, and I only knew how to say it because I kept listening to interviews with him. And I was just like, "Oh, that's how you say that weird ass long name." <laughs> you just gotta take your time and enunciate, man. That's it. I know. That's I'm, it. I'm an unfortunate lazy soul. I'm sorry, folks. I'm, but hey, I can't pronounce any names, not even my own. That's why I changed it to holiday because it's way easier. Uh, <laughs> so, guys, we are here with Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa, it is an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, Thanks for having me on. For anyone who has not seen uh, or heard this name before, uh, do your research because this man is going to be doing amazing things. Kwanzaa created the uh, Black Mass comics, right? You guys. Uh, uh, Black Mass existed before we did. But, you uh, okay? Well, we, it kind of came guys, in and yeah, uh, and popped it off. I'll let you say that. Yeah, okay. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to put any like trouble between you and the crew. Everyone who's working there has been doing great work. I just know that I discovered it mostly once I started reading Black, which is a title that you are the creator of, uh, along with your team. And uh, you wrote Black, uh, Black AF, America's Sweetheart. You have, uh, and then you just recently had White, which is dropping its second print uh, today. today. I, I was told. <laughs> today, I was today, today. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> That's amazing news. I, I remember when you were starting out, when you were starting out, like I was there from the beginning. But yeah. I remember at the I remember at the beginning, uh, this was like a Kickstarter thing, right? Yeah. So the original idea for Black, we we started as a Kickstarter because uh, Tim and I, you know, we had, I I'd come up with the idea like ten, almost fifteen years ago. I hit him up with it to like design the characters, and then we kind of just sat on it for like a decade, and. 
then we decided like, you know, times have changed, kicks, things like Kickstarter were there, technology was really empowering a lot of independent creators. And we just threw it up there to see what would happen. Like I had no idea, you know, I was just That's... like, all right, we can put it up there. It's like, but you know, I have made comics professionally working at both DC and Marvel. So I was like, yeah. we're going to do it. We're going to put the crew together. We're going to do it like top notch and, you know, ask for the real amount that we need. So it's like, we got Jamal Eigel on, you know, the interiors, we got Kari Randolph on the covers. Sarah Litt is our, you know, is our editor. So it was like a strong team. We're like $30,000 guys. That's what we need to make this happen. Yeah. We hit that in like three days and then I didn't know what to do. <laughs> so <I was laughs> like, you, know, you know, what's crazy. It's timing, right? At the time, you're, the story you were trying to tell with Black, I feel, was resonating with the times, Yo. almost, right? It was it was a weird thing, because, I mean, it was in the sense that, like, you know, it was, we did the Kickstarter, then Black Panther hit the, like, theaters, and then you had us, not us, then you had um, Get Out following yeah. right up, so the, the heat on that, and I think, like, Issa Rae's first season, I think, of uh, Insecure was out around was that, time, that time, too, so yeah. Black people was just popping, it was like, what and black Luke, stories? People want to pay money for them. And and Luke Cage and uh, yeah. Black Lightning had both come out around that like t that time frame. So it really was like the perfect zeitgeist moment where everything was blowing up. Yeah, I think so. You know, because like you know the phone was ringing on day one of the Kickstarter, and I was just like, "We're just trying to make a comic. Y'all need to calm down." Yo, <laughs> it's like let me and let me do step one first. And I got it. I I'll ask you this because I heard the story about. Uh, the comic wanted from Mark Millar that mm -hmm. they got, he sold the rights to make the, the movie just off the first issue alone. And that's why the movie and the first issue are so different. When you guys were working on it, was there this kind of this thought of like, well, let's finish it first before we even think about what, you know, cause all these calls are coming in. People are already getting hyped for what you're doing. Right. How did you kind of resist at that moment? Well, if there's one thing we all learned how to do very quickly was say no mm. to things because, you know, it, it went from like we had a, a movie offer the first day of the Kickstarter like came in and I didn't even have a lawyer, manager, no representation. I was just and when I say like all we were trying to do is make a comic, I mean that like you're just like, I don't like I don't even I don't even know how to answer your question. <laughs> you want to give enjoy us a making comics. We enjoy reading it. We just want to do something creative. Period. Right. And so it was it was kind of like a quick scramble to get all of those people together. And fortunately, I just happened to have like the right network of people in comics and entertainment that I could just call and be like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, wow. you know? and, this, and, this thing is getting out of control. Yeah. 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 And, and that's legit. Like, that's my fa it's one of my favorite things to say, like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I'm not going to lie to you. It's like, I don't, I don't know how to negotiate this deal. That's what lawyers are for, you know? Right. And then it just became like a, a mm. thing of like, you know, a lot of studios and people coming at us and wanting, you know, having their vision and wanting to like, you know, put it in a different medium, you know, like toys mm. and games and just, you know, being able to say like, yeah, I don't know if that's the right time or the right move or I don't know, like, and, and be okay with that, you know? Because when you, when you get that first bit of attention, your instinct is like, yeah. <laughs> Well, I was just gonna ask, mm. how did you temper that? Because, yo, like that. Fear. Yeah. Okay. Fear. Wow. Fear big. and doubt would temper that because it's like you don't want to make the wrong decisions either. Like you appreciate mm. the fact that like suddenly a lot of people want to work with you and stuff like that. But I've always wanted to work with people who want to work with us, you know, because that that's the whole team. Like when I approached like Jamal and Kari about it, I didn't expect them to say yes. You know, I was really mm. pitching them on the idea. You know, like I pitched. Kari would just say a little like 
you know, set up on my phone, you know, with the with the tagline and stuff like that. And he said, yeah, I was like, all right. Like, I called him later. I was like, so remember you said you had to do this thing? He's like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm still no dead. He's, he's like, no, I remember. I was like, because we was drinking. He said, yeah, still a lot of things. And, you know, and Jamal, I went over to his house. Like, oh, wow. I showed up at his place of living and did the whole, like, spiel and stuff like that because he's just somebody I respect so much in industry, I respect his work ethic, I respect him as a person, I respect his talent, you know, because I had done a project with him over at DC called The Ray, and you know, I already knew his work, but I never saw the man. When you talk about a mastermind, that's mm. Jamal Idol. Like, okay. he's a storyteller, like, through and through. And I like that because it's my first project, it made it a lot, it, it made me feel a lot more confident to be able to say like, hey, look, I don't write scripts like, like everybody else, I'm just gonna tell you what's going on on the page, and then I'm gonna come back with the dialogue later. You know, and like write that out. And but I'm telling what I'm telling you on the page isn't like panel one. He stands across the street from like, I don't do that. I'm just like, yeah. here's point A to point B. Here's what's going on in the story. Here's some things the characters might say to each other. So that like if you want to do something with like expression or like, you know, hit a hit a comedic beat, you kind of know like the tone and then just let him do what he does. So it's like Jamal's more of the director. You know, out the breakdown the and how things yeah. fit together, right? Yeah, because that's not that's not my lane, and I don't really want it to be. Like when I stepped away from trying to draw comic art, I really stepped all the way away. <laughs> oh, wow. like, like I just like it's like that's that's a skill that I'm not gonna focus on, and I appreciate you for you focusing <laughs> on it because I can't. That's 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 a real thing though, right? Because I don't think people realize sometimes you can't be the jack of all trades. Like you yeah. really do have to focus in on your own strengths and then just have people around you to kind of fill in those blanks, right? Absolutely. That's, that's the whole, that that to me is more effective than you trying to do everything yourself. Yeah, and I mean, and that's comics. It's all, at least American comics has always been like collaborative in that way that everybody has their lane. And that's right. what they operate on. Same thing with like an editor and stuff like that. I used to be an editor and I tell my editor, Sarah Little, all the time, it's like, mm, it feels good to not try and spell that correctly. <laughs> I'm not spelling nothing. I'm not punctuating anything. It's like, you're just going to come through here and like make me not look like I have a, a, a learning disability or something like that. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's good though, right? Because then you can just flow, right? You don't have to worry about those things at all. Yeah, that's awesome. That is amazing. I, yo, I wish I had a life editor because there's so many times when you're writing things and you're just like, God, I have to use my brain right now just to figure it out so I don't look mad stupid in this email. Yeah. The only time, like, when we have any sort of, like, thing where, like, it's a it's a real discussion and stuff is just, like, dialect because I write in dialect throughout the comics and I try to, you know, emulate, you know, certain accents, certain ways of talking that are regional and stuff, which is a weird, which is a weird thing to try and do when in my head I'm not telling you that this character's from Chicago or this yeah. character's from, like, North Carolina, but I'm trying to show some of those things and some of those, like, you know, like those 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 verbal tics, you know, that exist, yeah. particularly in like African American like dialects and ways of speaking. Right. And for some people, they feel like it's a little bit like much and stuff. But I don't care, right? That's your. It's but my that's comic. the thing. Uh, you have to exaggerate it. There's no way we would have known Gambit was Cajun if they didn't exaggerate exactly. it on the pages. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Or Rome being Southern. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, or even yeah. like, and in fact, even any of the characters being of any like background, because I mean, like, how many times does like Sunspot say "Idios meal"? I'm like, yo, come on, man, with this, mm -hmm. like, you know, but... like, yeah, Speedy Gonzalez <laughs> stuff you're doing up here. But it's, but you know, it's it. They're, they're just those little like notes, you know. It's like right. I don't think I've ever met a Russian in my life who says "boy" or whatever. 
you know, but Colossus, yeah. that's like punctuation. Yeah, it's, it's like saying punctuation out loud. I never, you know, I, I never thought about that. That's such a factual thing, like in comic books, that you, you kind of try and find these very creative ways that when you draw everyone in a similar fashion, especially back in those days, right? Like mm -hmm. in comics early days, everyone was white. Half of them were blue eyed, black hair, but Bruce Wayne, Superman, they all kind of had the same look. So there's always kind of like these little things like Superman was raised in Kansas. So he kind of spoke in this kind of home, this like Midwestern wholesome little uh, like country, not country, but, you know, folksy. Good, good old boy, folksy yeah. boy. Thank you. Folksy yeah. boy. There you go. With the exception of great Scott. That one I never picked yeah. up. Oh. <laughs> that one coming from? That's true. I always hated that one. I'm not. Yeah, gonna like lie. I'm gonna attribute that to like Clark. That's a Clarkism yeah. that you just trying yeah. to. Raise. Yeah. <laughs> Someone named Clark said it once, and it stuck with the writer, and he's like, "This is something a Clark would say." <laughs> but I'll say that one thing that's interesting, and and it shows like you know, and, and this is something that's like reflective of now. I think there's also like this really great surge of like you know Afro continental like you know awareness that's starting to happen and stuff because you know with all of those little verbal ticks that like a lot of those characters had storm mm. didn't have one you never had storm go oh, storm go like oh my days like she never sure. did anything like that you know you're so right she sure. didn't have that's she didn't good. have like oh, yeah, she was. wow yeah you're right yo that's very yo true. man that's such very an true. interesting fact to notice but like it's true it's yeah. true that and none great. of the native and none of the indigenous uh, characters either. Proud like uh, John yeah. Proud Star Thunderbird didn't say nothing like wild like that. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think Sunfire did either. But see, see like, those were easier. Happy. Here's the thing: those were easier to show by their clothing. I feel it's like true. that's probably why. <laughs> I mean, okay, but, but the night color. Oh yeah, night. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My, what is, what is like well, mine? Mine free, like all the time. Mine, 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 sure. Yeah. All yeah. the German. All the German like. Yeah. Hey, okay, man. so let's circle back to Black for a second. Of course. So yeah, yeah. 2016, I think you were on our show. I wasn't there, yeah. actually. Unfortunately, I missed that episode. But yeah. I wrote, I actually wrote a piece about your 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 uh, your graphic novel at the time, mm -hmm. or your comic book at the time. And then I think on our one of our side shows that we used to do, uh, a comic book review show, we actually yeah. reviewed Black. Uh, and we love the story of Kareem, the project, and their fight against the man or Theodore Man. Very clever. Yeah, yeah. Theodore and Thaddeus. But I do. What What is the flip side with white? Uh, so the flip side with white is like you ask a question like you know what if only black people had superpowers? I think sort of the the natural response to that is like, well, what if the world knew that only black people had yeah. superpowers? You know, how would they react to that? And it's that sort of thing that you know is reflective of the fact that something like black did not exist before and it it garnered a reaction so mm -hmm. if you have these characters in this world where previously nobody knew that only black people had superpowers and then it becomes public knowledge how how is the world going to respond to that and the world was a little too big for this story right away so i just stuck with the united states because i mean mm -hmm. who's more trash so it's just like <laughs> Amen. Just, it's it's more polarizing that way <laughs> right and, and and especially when you think about like you know african americans particularly which country is going to react to that the most yeah and being american myself it's like telling a story like that in africa would just be like oh you have superpowers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no one really cares you know, it's like, 
It's like, oh, I'll fly over to the river, get, get some water. Like, you know, it's like, you, you think you don't want to do chores now? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. Which That's honestly, so I think true. would happen in any black family. In I, was, I, was I was just going to hmm. say, if you think that as if you end up showing powers and you say, mom, look, I can do this. Your mom's like, that's good. Go finish the yard work I asked you to do yesterday. It's yeah. nice that you can make the wind fly up. Just don't blow the leaves on the neighbor's lawn because then it's going to start a whole new argument. Yeah, take a little super speed and clean his house up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, and go to the store. Yeah. <laughs> she just hands the list, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Here are your dad's chores. They're now yours. There you yeah. go. And don't oh. even get out of pocket. If you got super speed and you and your mom forgot something on the list, you can't talk back. Oh it's like, God. boy. <laughs> <laughs> you There's can always run that. One. There's always one. that fear. There's always yeah. that fear. Hundred percent. Let's, let's oh. see if you super speed duck this shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's 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 the real. So it was really about like 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 taking that same world and seeing like how they would react to it and you know it was always kind of like the arc of the story like it was my vision that if black became something that i really wanted to tell it in three parts you know with black itself being sort of like you know new hope and then white being sort of empire strikes back and then you know the third book will be definitely you know in return of the jedi sort of you know yeah, wow. because that's you know that's that's kind of the that's kind of like the good arc you know it's like I, I was you know. gonna ask you actually where do you draw your inspirations from but this this shows me a lot just by what you I, just said I think in terms of like that sort of three act trilogy structure like that's definitely yeah. like one of the influences and stuff but I think overall when it comes to like what influenced me like I love sci-fi like that's what attracts me to comic books particularly superhero yeah. stuff because mm. it's only really superhero in the context of how American comics got like reduced you know, to superheroes because people just burning everything else we made. Like, literally. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's like, all right, so capes, right? Cool. Let's wear Y'all yeah, yeah. ain't trying to set people on fire. I'll stay here in my lane. You know, and that just kind of became the genre, um, which is which is great. And those are things that inspire me. But I've always liked the sci-fi element of superpowers because yes. they're all steeped in that. Like, you know, right. Tony Stark built this uh, mechanical suit that gives him all these, like, technological abilities. Like the Fantastic Four flew up into space, you know, like Jeff Bezos and, you know, whatever, oh and got superpowers. Tell me y'all wasn't thinking that when you saw it. You were just like, <laughs> oh, God. I saw and that. Have you guys seen hmm. the pictures, too, when they came back and they showed him, his friend, the elderly woman, and but they redrew them as, like, uh, the Fantastic invisible woman. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen it. That's... I've been you seeing know that. Kevin Feige was sitting there like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, we announced it. Yeah. But, you I don't mean, need to, yeah, you stop trying to live uh, it. If Reed Richards doesn't turn out to be a billionaire who egomaniac ego who wants to take his fam up into the like upper sky, wow, I will dude. be surprised. I will that be surprised. Is, yeah, that would be you know what though? I'm not even mad if they tried to make that I know a lot of people are are still debating how they need to introduce some of these characters, but I, I'd be interested in seeing possibly something different. You know, like I'm okay with making subtle changes because you know that that constant debate of sticking to the source material and being true to it you know we always say on this podcast you can if you're gonna do it you can do it differently just make sure you're doing it better and you're trying to flesh out the story you know yeah exactly yeah um, and i mean you still can keep true to those things like yeah. that's that's what makes that real life thing 
interesting and funny, but also relevant because we all thought the same thing when we saw it. We're like, man, that's yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, is, there you go. Is there anything specifically in your comics that you're creating in the universe you're creating that you, you know, you're, you're okay with like when, if they're trying to adapt, you're like, okay, certain things I understand they will try and adapt and we'll have to change a little bit, but there's, is there any one specific thing that you're just like, but this needs to stay this way because it means this. And I need oh, yeah. that people to see that. Yeah. Only black people have superpowers. Like that's the, that's the, that's the premise. premise. So it's right. like, don't get funny. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, you know, see all of a sudden it's just like, oh, so we took their powers and did this like, nah, nah. No, it stays <laughs> the same. The, it's always there. not a point. Without, okay. without naming anyone, I imagine when you started getting in those calls, the premise, you know, only black people have superpowers. How many times were, were you asked like, but what if we could None. change? No, so oh, that's really? actually been a good thing. Like, again, you know, back to what I was saying earlier and like never and learning to say no to things, it really was about finding people who wanted to work with us and who understood what the idea was. And, you know, you're you're definitely going into other mediums and stuff like that. So, you know, even with Warner Brothers coming in, it was about we understand black and we want to we want to do this story. And me also being like a fan of like Kubrick and saying, like, look, the shining is dope. <laughs> the book is the, what the book is but don't yeah. make the book into the film and that's what i've always said i was like please you know keep the elements that make this recognizably black you know the characters the themes like those things it's like but if you try and make this comic book into a film it's gonna be trash <laughs> like mm. i'm just telling you and that's not me downplaying my work but it's just very much what alan moore was trying to warn people about watching he's like yeah. there's things that you can do in comics that you can't do another movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, true. and that's it's true. sort of like, and it's why, like, with you know, even though we had such a you know uh, success with the Kickstarter, we only had still six issues or like a finite number of pages and stuff like that. I wasn't doing a you know ongoing series, so there's a lot of like things that I had to play on comic book tropes or like you know take shortcuts because I knew the audience just understands those things. Yeah, so you, you, I don't yeah. have to explain, you know? Yeah. Right, right. Mm -hmm. um, so you, sorry, you brought it up, and I was going to ask you it later on, but Warner Brothers. Mm -hmm. So I heard or I saw some articles about it back in October. I just was wondering, where are you in that sort of process right now? Uh, and, uh, and can you talk about it? I can't talk about much, but I can say that I have read some things that have made me enormously happy. they they're, they're taking the story into territory that makes me mad because I didn't think of it, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, which I think is always a great thing as a writer to see like somebody else's vision of your vision and then feel yeah. like you're just like, like I straight up said like, hey, I might steal some of this. I'm not going to fight yeah. on y'all. Yeah. It's mine. So what you going to do? That's <laughs> so fine. It's, like, it's, like, it's, it's, it's your seed, man. I was gonna <laughs> say, I'm, I'm a cop some of this. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm straight up telling you right now. I don't want to see a cease and desist on nothing. <laughs> like, like you have me on video, an email. I'm telling you I'm stealing it. <laughs> so, that is awesome. So it's just That's been like some some really cool stuff that, again, also you can only do in film. You know, there's there's yeah. some aspects that I've seen where I'm just like, you can't do that in a comic book in a way that it would come across in film. You know, there's there's certain things in terms of like action and beats and, and like dialogue and minutes that you just, they're two different mediums and that's okay, you know? You know what? That's an interesting, okay, now that we're on this topic, 
let's go to mainstream comics right now. Why do you think Marvel is so good at it then? At mainstream comics or? At, at translating the things we see on paper that looks corny and making yeah. it look, look not so corny on screen. I think because one, they're having fun. They are having fun. Like, DC is not having. I mean, you're working with Warner Brothers. Let's not let's not go there. No, look, 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 man. Every any like, I don't know if you guys ever watched like last week tonight with John Oliver and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, if you can't yeah. joke on 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 if you can't make jokes about dad, come on. Yeah, so, I mean it's true. Yeah, you know, he is I, the best I, at that. But yeah, yeah. But I also think that you know people at Warner Brothers would say that about themselves and stuff like that, where it's just like, mm -hmm. oh, here's what we could do better. Or here's where it's like this really worked right. with like Shazam, you know. Yeah, it's like, right. but the, the, I think the difference with Marvel is that like they really leaned into the fact that like uh, we do have a guy in an iron suit flying around. Like, <laughs> how serious can you be about that? But also, I think you know RDJ brought in that sort of like humor and his devil may care mm. attitude, and that set a really good tone. You know, he hit yeah. the beats that made us laugh, but also there was like the serious action play to it, and that carried through a lot. You know, and it really started to come through in those Thor films. Where yeah. it's like, you know, I like them because they, you know, the first two is just kind of like, yeah, space gods and stuff that, you know, we're supposed to be Vikings, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. But Ragnarok just slapped. Like, that yeah. was oh, yeah. like, yeah. Ragnarok 100%. was like, oh, we just having fun now, boy. Like, that was Yo, just, that I was think just, there was a turn towards that sort of that part of the phase where things, they're, they just like, they own, they own it now. Like, yeah, yeah. this oh, is yeah. us, this is ours. This right. feeling, this 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 world, everything. You guys are in now. It's yeah, crazy. they got comfortable. They got comfortable. Yeah. But it, it like where some people get comfortable and start to slip up. They got comfortable and excelled. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, they, they it, leaned in. They leaned into the characters hard, and also yeah. the actors gave them yeah, credit. Like say, they they the they never gave up. Right, like a, like every new movie, they kind of like learned a bit more. It's right. almost like they went out and read comic books. You know. Yeah, well, no, and that's the it. other thing too that's really key about the MCU. It's it's that tapestry that mm -hmm. they're weaving mm -hmm. because that's always what made Marvel fun and cool is that other characters would appear in other yeah. books yeah. because everything was happening in New York for the most part. So right. it was impossible for Spider-Man to not run into Daredevil. Y'all the only two dudes swinging on rooftops, <laughs> <laughs> wearing red. Y'all don't see each that's other. So well, true. one of you yeah. don't see each other, but the other guy do. <laughs> And then, so it's like these things are what really makes that universe seem like I a almost, universe. That, that joke almost went over my head for a second. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no, it was good. It was good though. I felt good about it because I wasn't thinking it beforehand. I just said it in my head as I stated. I was like, it worked. It worked. <laughs> but I think that's the other key to what they're doing, and it's kind of what I was looking to do also as we expanded the black universe out because mm -hmm. I, you know, I wanted the, the the main arc to be about Kareem's story, and then yeah. to try and tell these other bits and pieces with different characters, you know, sort so to keep it with that like Star Wars sort of motif. It's like to have like my solos and my Rogue One like yeah. kind of films that you don't have to have watched the like main like arc to like pick up on like what's going on. So like with America's Sweetheart, I'm able to just like knock it out on one page, you know, just like, hey, black people got superpowers, world didn't know, not a big mad, let's go. Yeah, yeah, here's mm. the story, which was great. You know? And it's really about her. So it's like, once you get that premise, you don't really need to get that backstory unless you wanna go back and read some, and read black, you could just dive in and really like see who Ellie is as a person. And because she's so isolated in her world, 
yeah. you can really get a story about her and have some fun stuff with, you know, what would it really be like raising a super person, you yeah. know, and especially one of color, mm. you know? And so I really had to like go hard, you know, with like having her be in a place like Montana, having her being raised on a ranch by you know, like with a white adopted family. So it's like, she's not really having that kind of contact, but not in a way that seems like, you know, unnatural. That's if you're living in rural America, that's kind of like how you live. You yeah. might be homeschooled. Your parents might have enough land and stuff and you have enough siblings that you don't need to do all that. And she just happens to also be able to fly and be completely invulnerable and stuff like yeah. that. So, you know, I, I thought it was something where you could really have an interesting you know, story be told with that character who's also raised on very, you know, uh, conservative Americana values t as well. Mm -hmm. You know, so those things are all part of like showing different types of like black people. Cause that, that was another goal of the story was, you know, so much in like mainstream comics, you've just got the black guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they have mm -hmm. to be like everything, yeah. <laughs> you know, in the story or nothing sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's like everything or nothing. So it's yeah. like, you know, you got Cyborg, it's like, oh, he's a Cyborg, he's black, or like one third, are you trying to make a statement? Also, like, why is he just driving everybody around? Like, he didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, it, you know, you, but that's, you know, you get in that lane and stuff like that, but he's in a room with seven different archetypes of white guy. So yeah. they get to be like, you know, they get to be dark cop, happy cop, fast cop, space cop, yeah. cop you know, water cop. <laughs> <laughs> that, that and you know, it's like, <laughs> but it, and right. that's something, and I feel like that, if anything, is reflective of how we feel regularly, right? Like anytime, like you know, I remember SNL had that joke uh, just recently where they they were doing like this fake news segment, and you know, man breaks into blah 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 blah, and then at the end, it's just like uh, white, and the two black journalists go, yes. Like, <laughs> because it's that idea of like black being black you represent the whole community so oh, every yes. time you do one thing the whole community is seen doing one thing that's that yeah that's true um, that's that's yeah. a horrible horrible amount of pressure to put on one person and but that's, <laughs> and, and that's the thing right so that's why like when you're writing a comic like this and you have these characters like x is such a amazingly interesting character because you know, you can tell that the the like man and that whole crew is really trying to put every action that X does represents all black people with powers now. At least that's how I felt when I was reading it, and yeah. the, the the little bit of white that I that I was uh, uh, reading because I didn't want to read the whole thing because I wanted to have the conversation first. But it, it, it's that's such an interesting thing to me, and and. You know, did you feel like that came naturally or was it something that, you know, you thought of when you were writing it that way? I mean, there's a lot of like metaphors. There's a lot of like themes that I tried to like kind of like get all in one book. And some of them are like, you know, a bit more pronounced and some of them are like light touches like that. Because even Kareem's power is like representative of like, you know, black endurance, our ability to overcome, you know, certain things. So it's like, like people often ask like what his power is and i was like survival like he mm, survives interesting okay. yeah, no, you know? so he, he he doesn't just adapt he survives the yeah. things that happen to him and he grows stronger and yeah. it's one of those things that i just felt was like so key about you know the african-american experience in the united states that i wanted a character to sort of be the sum total of that in his ability 
and that sort of be like a statement for like uh you know overall black superpower you know like that's our that's our shared superpowers like you've been trying (laughs) we're still here here. yeah (laughs) and sometimes it's and and it's and it's you know kind of like why i wrote that last line i wrote that last line in at the end of black probably before any of the other dialogue like i always knew that was the last words that were going to come out of the character's mouth from jump because i just wanted that to be that you know that 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 period yeah okay on the end of like all that because it's not just about him it's about all of about all black people it's like it's like you keep trying but we still here yeah maybe maybe the recourse here is to stop yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like because if anything is indicative of like lunacy or being crazy it's like doing the same thing expecting different results i was just gonna say you know so it's like it's like you know you you enslaved us we broke free (laughs) you know you fought a war over us we helped you win it yeah you know you passed laws to like segregate us we still got government seats you know we still made you see us as human beings yeah you know you segregated you know and we still made your country better yeah you know like it's 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 a it's a wild thing because it's 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 also a tension that i've always felt about like i forget if it was frederick douglas who was the one in the room with like abraham lincoln uh, at the time where, you know, he was basically, because I mean, real facts is Abraham Lincoln was a segregationist. I mean, that's just being yeah. real. He was. And and it's a product of your time. It's just like, I get it. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. Foul, but I get it. He's, you know, he still fought a war and we ain't, in, we ain't picking cotton. So, yay. But, you know, he gave it the offer to say, like, hey, man, look, these, we, we did the whole freedom thing, but they still wild them out. My boys, they, they don't want, they don't want to fuck with you. So, um, <laughs> I'll give you some money, some calf fare, and you could just head on back to Africa. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. And FD was just like, "Do I speak Swahili?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's like we done fought and bled. We won your war for you, man. Yeah, you can't just yeah. And you yeah. can't even just give us daps like ah. Oh, yeah. no, the the, the soil is literally soaked with our blood. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's like built the house we're standing and talking yeah, to you. For yeah. yeah. <laughs> so real. And That's you're trying so to ship us off. Yeah, man. Yeah. And you're going to give us money to spend where? Yeah. <laughs> it's Africa. <laughs> it's, yeah. Your it's... U.S. currency doesn't mean anything there. Here, here. Just go over there and have some fun. Yo, man. That's true. That's something that I've been see. Like, I didn't know that about him, Abraham Lincoln, until recently. And I've just been. And it's so funny that you brought it up because it's like, once you know something, you all of a sudden start hearing it more often. Like, yeah. I feel like it's just a. And, and I'm like, you know, I, again, like you said, he did what he did to help. But at the same time, was less like, I did it, but I kind of want y'all to leave. <laughs> like, right. He's like, I, I did the morally right thing, but yeah, like, to to the to within my comfort zone. And I, yeah. I think that's always been the struggle with like, you know, race uh, constructs you know, in the U.S. is that it's been all about like white comfort in their comfort zones. And even when you have allies, it's still within their comfort zone and always on their terms and stuff like that. And that's, you know, and that's a, that's a difficult thing to contend with when you're also being an empathetic person and saying like, all right, I understand. But also, but, you, you know, <laughs> uh, that's so true. Because you can almost always feel that line yourself, right? Like when when you, you can feel their their line of uncomfortableness. Yeah, if, right. if that's a word, you know, like you can tell where where they're starting to squirm a little bit on the inside. 
Yeah, um, and that's when I always so, yeah. hear that Hamilton song in my head. It must be nice. It must be nice. <laughs> so true. To have Washington it's, it's, on your side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I felt that song hard. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people did. <laughs> I was like, y'all talking about politics, but I'm hearing a different song. <laughs> Damn. It's like, so it's like it's 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 an interesting it's an interesting thing. And that's part of the tension that plays out in white because now you've gotten outside of their comfort zone because now you're taking a real power, you know, of a minority, a minority within a minority, because empowered black people aren't yeah. like all black people. That's yeah, a, that's exactly. a key thing that people don't get in the story. I was like, I didn't say all. No, only. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just only. And it's yeah. not like and it's not like a large percent. So you have a lot of people like, oh, if I was was like five percent, something like it's that. It's like point five, you know, point but it's growing, yes. you know, and like that's part right. of like, you know, with, with Kareem and other people showing up and stuff like that. It's something that's like gonna be coming to a head. And you know, it, it's one of those things that like when I, I hear people say, like, oh, if black people have superpowers, why was they slaves? It's like, all right, so let me let me let me put it down for you like this and stuff like that, because you've had white yeah, power you fantasies it your comic. entire you life. It. <laughs> yeah. And it's like you had white power fantasies your entire life and Superman and every other man that has been a derivative of him, and we yeah. get one, and all of a sudden you think that a lion dude can stop bullets? Like, yeah, what if you ain't yeah. invulnerable? Yeah. You know? Right. It's like, right. oh, I can control water. It's like, all right, I got a tank. Yeah, <laughs> and the whole US military behind me. It's like, yeah. it's like, it doesn't, I, I, yeah, it doesn't just flip us over to being yeah. in power, right? Like, it, right. you know, like, oh, I, I hear so many, uh, like, I've had this conversation with some of my friends where it's like, if we could go back in time, uh, you know, and you just gave weapons to slaves, it's just like, yeah, but what happens when entire armies of these people start showing right. up? Like, you know, unless you're time traveling ammo through portals, they're gonna eventually run out. It also depends. I mean, what I would probably give like 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 ancient Africans is context. Yeah. <laughs> like a Nazi and like American guy yes. and stuff like that. I'd be like, hey, yes. let's have this discussion. Late. I was like, well, on the boat of Nazi, you could have said that. <laughs> Why are we having this conversation right now? That huh? that's deep. That that's that was so a good. powerful scene. Oh, it's one of my favorite ones because it's like yeah. I just love that line. Angry gets stuff done. I was like, for real, for real. Yo, Yo. he did not hold back. And then, and, and that's then, why they never had him back, <laughs> right? I was just gonna say, and that's exactly the story. The, we talk about the impairment. We talk about their comfort level. And then he, you know, you, I, we've all heard it. He talked about how he was asked to help with writing. He wrote some of that stuff. He probably wrote that whole piece. And then when once they got uncomfortable with it, it was just like. We don't think we have a, a role for you in this upcoming season, but you might be able to come back. It's just like, are you kidding me? Like, how are you? You had me build all this up. Shadow Moon is a black man. This is part of. It seems it seems to keep happening, though, right? Like Lovecraft Country. You can't really ignore that. That's that's a weird one. I still have wrapped my my mind around. Yeah. I feel like I need to go to petition.org and just like get up and I, yeah, I honestly because I'm like yo. You let all these fools get the Snyder cut, like, right. but we can't yeah. get a season two of Lovecraft Country, right? And just been dropping all the like seeds of like this is what we was gonna do, and I'm like, what? yeah. And have you guys heard the the like people are saying like you know uh, the reason, and they start explaining like, oh well, she was possibly gonna work a deal with Apple, so they canceled her show so that she couldn't get promoted, nah, and also the she finished the source material, so you know we weren't really sure. 
Uh, Handmaid's Tale finished the source material and got to keep going. Game of Thrones. Uh, Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones, I was about to say. Past yeah. their source material and got to keep going. Watchmen, it, like, w at least we got the Watchmen season. But then again, it's that whole thing. That of, should like, have been continued, too. I don't see a reason yeah. why you yeah, couldn't bro, have But Watchmen hit so hard, they kind of mic dropped it. So it's just like... Yeah, yeah, it's true. Like it's true. Watch, Watchmen was like that time. I don't know if you ever seen that video where like Black Thought just like spits for like oh, yeah. ten minutes. That's yes. what Watchmen was like, where you was getting yeah. you was getting sweats from he Joe. Was like, he was like, <laughs> from Man, Joe. still going. Yeah, Yo. it's true. And I the, felt like the, the whole from world the very first realized, scene. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just like I, I that one episode with like um why am I forgetting his name right now? The uh, Black Hood Hangman. Oh um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, the hang uh, no, is it black? Black hooded justice. That's it. There you there go. go. I jumped up after that episode was over. My yeah. wife was in the back, and I came back in the back room and I told her what happened through the entire episode. And I prefaced <laughs> it with, I don't care if you don't want to hear this. Yeah, because <laughs> I gotta talk to somebody about what I just witnessed. <laughs> it was so cathartic. Yeah, it was so yeah. wild. It was yeah. so black that, like, yeah. I was like. I, I was on my heels at the end of the episode with just like, did any white people see this script before you put Yo, this out? Like, this yeah, somebody yeah. would have stopped this. <laughs> <laughs> like, for real. I was like, I was definitely shocked too. I mean, that whole that whole show shocked me. Like, yeah, I was I like, mean, I can't believe. Starting with the Tulsa, I mean, how many people learned about Tulsa from that HBO show? Like, how probably crazy? 80% of the population. Oh, yeah. And I knew about it because I happened to be at this uh, event called Culture Con over in mm. Brooklyn, and Regina uh, was, King was on stage, yeah. and she and she gave that little tidbit. I was like, "Cause you know, the only black people in this room." Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and she and she said like it starts at the Tulsa Massacre. You know, the whole room just went. What? Uh, that's crazy. Like the whole room just leaned back a bit. Like we are gonna be there premiere day. Thank you. Yes. Like oh. And to see and to see to what extent they show what happens and the yeah. ripple effects of that within the show is what's yeah. even crazier. That the they, I'm glad it it was allowed. I, I was just shocked yeah. that it was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's I mean, like it's it's all part of like where we are right now in this like national yeah. large conversation it's part of like the pushback that you know black has gotten it's part of the pushback that like critical race theory is is, is yeah. getting and stuff like that where it's like you're not even engaged in the real conversation with people you're engaged with their discomfort right yeah you know true. it's like you're engaged with their prejudices and their like assumptions about things where it's just sort of like you know, it, it's people who are so unused because race has always been a positive for them. They're so not used to there being any negative or there being any context to it that the minute you give it context, it's it's like why it's like it's why white people get upset when you say white people. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I've never I've never heard anybody say white people to except, me except for, except like, for the one that's in our chat uh, our podcast right now. <laughs> right. We, people yeah. know what it is. They're just idiots. Well, <laughs> exactly. You know. And the it's only like, reason we would say on the show is that right. Like that's part of it. Like anytime my my like litmus test was if I say to someone you know white people and they they just nod and they know they're not included in the group because right. they know they aren't acting that way. Yeah. Like yeah. when you say white people, I know I don't act like that. So as a white person, I don't have to identify with the group I know you're specifically referring to. That's right. when I know you're cool. And that's, yeah. you know, that's one of the reasons that Dave has always been such a great, like we said, ally to work with because he understands <laughs> that. Like when we do this show, 
Plus, it's just fun to tease him sometimes because sometimes <laughs> maybe blush a few times. Yeah, we throw you on the list. <laughs> yeah, but I, I but I mean that's 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 the that's the whole crux of like where we are and like why I felt like you know from from jump like I had white already planned is like that that's going to be the sequel you know because oh, wow. that's that's the natural arc of history mm. here you know I even had man becoming president before yeah. this foolishness happened and yeah, it was just I was like gonna, I was gonna because, ask. Because people keep asking, you're just like, oh, did you do that because he became president? I was like, no, I did this because of James Baldwin. Yeah. I don't believe what you say because I see what you do, mm. <laughs> you know? And it's mm. like any study, anyone who studied history <laughs> knows that if you just ignore it, you're just going to keep repeating the same stuff. It's like, 100%. I'm not looking at a crystal ball. This yeah. is who you are. Yeah. <laughs> this is how you react to stuff, you know? Yeah. It's like, the funny thing is like, so the first page of White, and in other pages of each issue, I take and reenact a scene from the headlines, a real scene. So the first oh. page of Black is de is dedicated to the murder of Philando Castile. That's who that is. Yeah, I, that's oh. what's that, happening. That resonated that with me. Yeah. And the thing is, you, the, the people who, who are in their discomfort zone, who aren't actually reading it, is like, that's unbelievable. I was like, that's fact. Yeah. yeah. That happened. Yeah. I mean, as, as ridiculous as it sounds. Yeah. You know, it's just like when people are just like, oh, the cops just wouldn't come out and shoot. I was like, tell it to all the dead black people. Like, yeah. what? That's deep. Like, it's true. Like, it's true. I, yeah. I'm not I'm not making this stuff up. It's like y'all are y'all think that like somebody can shoot like red beams out of their eyes. But, but a cop shooting a black person is fiction to you. <laughs> oh, oh, that's it's deep. So like, yeah. Like so for sad. real. Yeah, like I love like uh, it's that that cat on Nerdist. He has that show where he talks about the physics of superpowers and why that wouldn't work. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, I love that because I love that kind of you know. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. And it's just like you know, you you believe like you don't even understand how physics work enough to understand that the speed force is some bullshit. And I yeah, love yeah, the Flash. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh. that, that's not how that's not how speed and mass work. <laughs> That, this, this, that, that Snyder cut proved it even more that that's not how it works yeah. with the yeah. flash reversing everything. Oh my god! <laughs> that was crazy. I mean, look, that movie, that movie, like the, the the cut was a bop. There was some fun stuff in it. I mean, like if he had just done less slow mo, it would have been an hour oh, and a half, dude. Because that's that's what made it like four hours. Oh my like, god. We, you know, the we, Wonder Woman scene that was lit. Like she came through. Yeah, and was like true. Wonder Woman. What's yeah. up? But, what happened to you in 84? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man, oh, people, there's, there's some folks in my house who like that film, and I was just like, we still family, but, you know. <laughs> oh, like you didn't evict Questionable. <laughs> yeah, I was just kind of like, I was like, y'all don't know y'all don't know about this. You just enjoy the action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm not going to spoil it for you. That's why so, I want to go. <laughs> I want to switch gears a little bit to go back to your childhood. What was your favorite comic book character if you had to pick one? Mm. Mm. Uh, see that that's really tough. I can tell you that the the that the comic book that really made me into a collector and made brought me into the culture was Power Pack, because I was oh, young wow. when I started. Oh like, wow! I'm talking about like grammar school. Like I had started oh, reading wow. comics before that, but that's what turned me into a collector, and it was because yeah. they were kids like me. You know, they were you know kind of in a similar neighborhood in some respect to where I grew up. Kind of. I mean, like. Did did you yeah. like the return when the Fantastic Four returned and and Reed let them go? I don't know if you read that one recently, but when Reed Richards and his family come back, he kind of just tells Alex like, "Okay, you, I'm leaving you in charge. You guys go continue the work we were doing." The Power Pack just 
goes off into the abyss now. Kind um, of, because I mean, it was like part like when I say I like Power Pack, I'm still a fan. So mm-hmm. like, I'll get deep on the like things that like I liked and things that I thought was just wrong. You oh, know, cool. like to the extent that even in the new series, I was like, Julie's hair is not blonde. What are y'all doing? <laughs> we have like yes. sixty issues of this girl being a redhead. Yeah, Do y'all not true. see color. <laughs> like, that's so true. Like little details like that will just like yeah, make yeah. me mad. I'm just like, what? Real fan, what is real this fan. mess? Yeah, yeah. some deep fan. So you know, I, I thought that was interesting and stuff, but I've always felt that it was like you know that was one of those wasted opportunities, especially where Marvel is right now, where it's just kind of like, oh, so you let Big Hero Six come and stunt? Yeah, do yeah. a power pack yet? Yeah, that's money on the table. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Facts. Like four adorable children under the age of twelve. With yeah, it'd be a good way to introduce them to, to yeah. Franklin Richards too. Yeah, I'm like, come on, come on. What you what yeah. you doing? <laughs> like what you doing, Disney? But I think it might I think it might have something to do with the fact that I think Power Pack rolled under like the Fantastic Four license. So maybe that was like out of bounds for them at the time. So hopefully we'll see some stuff. Okay. You know? Yeah, it makes and sense. I, yeah. But um, hey, with, with but all that, this multiverse stuff, who knows? You know? True, yeah. true. Yeah, we're just talking about that. Last <laughs> week. That's what brought me into the culture. That's what made me realize that I had to come back month after month and like just because I was a kid and I wanted to see kids going on magic adventures. So- I'm yeah. so that's so cool that that's your like your starting point. I don't think I've ever met anyone who quotes Power Pack as their that and that's that that's cool. Like because I, I mean like, it's like when you're that age, what were you reading? You were reading like Narnia. You were reading like, yeah, yeah, no, Bithia, You know that that that's what was in the library. You know, and right. Power Pack was that. They tapped yeah. right into that. You know, what? and that graduated me immediately to New Mutants and X Men and stuff like that. And that's mm. how I became like you know, and it was Next, good because it was progression. It was it was a graduation with my age too, you know. Yeah. Our pack canceled, but I was already at that age where it's like New Mutants, like Bet Belevens, like let's kill Cipher and all that stuff. And then the X Men was just always wild, so I was just like, all right, all right, I'm gonna get with this dude with the knife in his hands. And <laughs> and, and now we're just in like the greatest X Men territory. So like I'm back reading that. So is is there any specific moment uh, through like your comic book journey where you're like? This is definitely what I want to do as my as my career or anything like that. Was there anything like definitive or any like issue or book or, or event that made you say like, yeah, this is it. This is mm. what I'm going to do. Uh, milestone. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a milestone. Like I mean, that's that's basically what made me think of it as a profession. So you know, in high school, this very black thing. Even though yeah. I know it was you know the intention was to be multicultural and represent representative, I was like. Yeah, I got eyeballs. I see who's on the cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, it was like static, static and blood, shock. Blood Syndicate yeah. just like kind of blew me away. I'm a I'm a Blood Syndicate fan, so I wish they had come back with the with the revamp. Yeah. But I, I kind of understand that that's like maybe uncomfortable territory. But I was like, yo, that was hot. Yeah. Like, that's what, I mean, people are asking for Icon these days, so you might get that. Who knows? <laughs> so. I mean, like, it, it, it's it's all good, but I just really like Bob of Blood Syndicate. I love like Chris Cross's work on there and stuff like that. He's always just been like, you know, somebody who I was later in life blessed to work with you know i was like full circle you know that's so cool but it was you know that made me realize that it was a job and there was people there and there's people who look like me yeah you know there's characters that look like me and yeah. and because there weren't people who look like me in industry that's why i wasn't seeing characters like me so you know that's, that's how i ended up calling up milestone and being like yeah i'm the hot new artist i'm not 16 what <laughs> <laughs> look, at my, look at my stuff you know and so Ended up sitting across from Dwayne McDuffie pitching him my like, chicken scratch, and he put me on. You know, he let me know That's like he, he put me on game. He was just like yeah. he basically gave me the green book for comics. He's like here here's how you approach editors. 
you know, wow. also remember your skin tone. Like this is what you're about to like go into. Mm. But if you're passionate about it, you know, this can be a, this can be a career for you. And I kept those crib notes, man. And that's how I ended up being an intern at Marvel and like just getting in, you know? Yeah. Dude, that's so crazy. Like sitting across from him must've been such an amazing experience. Like I can't even imagine what, like knowing what he meant and what he means to like young blurs everywhere uh and Uh-oh. the inspiration it's like i didn't even know man i thought i didn't know who i was talking to when i came in there mm. and they put me in the office with him and like you know Dwayne ain't small yeah yeah, yeah he's yeah, a yeah. big dude I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm only a few years into puberty and it's like i was talking to like a mountain you yeah, know, it felt like it felt like when you know Goku goes to like heaven and he's talking to the Bull King. Like, that's, what yes. it, that's, that's what the size difference felt like to me. You know, just standing there before somebody, just like, oh, so I came up with these characters. And they're really, I think they're cool. Yeah. And you know, that's he, huge he just, exposure at a young age, though. Yeah, and he was just so kind and so forthcoming, and it just it changed. It literally changed my life from my trajectory. And I think the that's only cool. thing that like really like you know kind of broke my heart is like I was at san diego comic-con uh right after i had moved out to la so i'm gonna say it was probably like 2011 maybe Mm -hmm. with dc i moved out to la with dc and i saw him at the dc booth and i was about to walk over to him because it's like this is a man who changed my life he hasn't seen me years and i just wanted to go over and thank him because you see Dwayne, you know Dwayne. it's like you see each other when we had comic conventions (laughs) just like like yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) you you like nod (laughs) so i saw him and i was like oh sure i'm gonna walk over there in a second because right then aquaman walks up to me not the movie aquaman just some dude in cosplay oh, asking okay. me where jim lee's signing and i'm just like i'm right over there man <laughs> and yeah, i kid yeah. you not he moves and Dwayne was just gone oh, and, I just, no. and that was oh, that was the year that he passed and that just that crushed oh, me because i was like oh, i should have just been like yeah, yeah, yeah. Out oh, of man. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to some fish. <laughs> <laughs> and just, you know, got over there and just and just giving him his flowers because he deserved yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Like, to, to I was a stranger, you know, and, and a young one at that who obviously was not ready because <laughs> he <laughs> told me that. He's just like, nah. <laughs> you ain't <laughs> but, ready. But he saw the spark. But I got ready. You know, yeah, and and that, and, I was, and I can't thank him enough. And that's what black is to me. That's what this whole thing is. It's like taking that baton and and running with it. It's like it's like it, it was a long relay, bro. <laughs> but, yeah. I, but I caught it. That's awesome. And I just started running. That's Damn. awesome. And I, and I think that's one of those things you kind of just also hopefully anyway teaches you to kind of always just pass that on too, right? You could always inspire someone the same way he inspired you, or like or, or or lit that fire within you, you know. Yeah, a young, a young kid came over. I was at the, the um, uh, Black Comic Book Festival over in Harlem and stuff like that. And a young kid came over to me who had just like got on to Black and said the same exact thing that I had kind of said said to him, which was like, I never saw myself in comics before. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that I could do this or be this, and now this is what right. I want to do. Which right. is which which is hard because like I'm here, I'm sitting here at a convention behind my table like, well, you trying to make me cry up in here? <laughs> like I I got. I got caught up in it because it, it, yeah. it just felt emotional because I, I, I felt that breakthrough for him and understood that moment for him where it's just like, he he, he meant what he said. He's like, I, I don't see this. I don't see yeah. me out there, you know? And it, it was just something where it felt good. It just felt, it felt like I was doing the right thing. You know, just even Absolutely. though I was doing something for myself and like telling a story and stuff like that, but it was just like, 
I'm also doing this for the culture. You know, I'm yeah, doing this from a real people. place. Yeah. And it's just something that just made me feel like, all right, I, I did, I did, I did some justice here. I did what was what I was supposed to do, even if I don't keep doing it. You know, it's just like <laughs> I got one. <laughs> yeah. Yo, but I, I do like that idea of like the baton passed to you, and you can pass to someone else. It's like that idea of just inspiring people and. And again, you know, you weren't even uh, it's one of those things that I love about our the industry is like, I don't even have to try and be inspirational. I'm just doing what I like to do for mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. And the universe is just also showing that this fun thing that I'm doing can mean you can do it, too. It's it's that, you know, like we've been saying recently, um, you know, it, it, visibility is important. Seeing you and Dwayne and and people before. Uh, and you know, uh, oh, oh man, why am I drawing a blank on homie who wrote on Black Panther? Chris, uh, Reggie oh, Hudlin, Christopher Christopher Priest, Priest. Thank you. Yeah, I was thinking of Priest, and I'm just like these guys inspire generations, and it just keeps going and going. And I, you know, and I the Afrofuturism blew up, and I'm really looking forward to what's next, man. I really am. Oh, absolutely, honest. man. I was I was I was still working at Marvel when Priest was doing the Marvel Knights run and stuff like that. And for the wow. original collected edition, I wrote that back cover copy. Like oh, I wrestled down the editor for that. I was like, you won't let me write this back. Yeah. <laughs> like right up on the back of this. Yeah. I'll do all the other ones. With but this one, this one, because that whole book was a flex. Like Black yeah. Panthers, we know it wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Priest. Putting his foot in it. Reluctantly, in some respect. Because yeah. he was just yeah, like, yeah. Oh. I was like, dang, bro, this is what you do when you don't want to? Yeah, because <laughs> he, he did the run with Everett, right? Where it's yeah, like, man. He invented that whole, the he, whole thing. He made Black Panther like the chess master. Like he yeah. made Black Panther the unfuckwittable. Like you yeah. just don't come up in Wakanda doing nothing. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. Don't. You just don't. And that's that's, that's so one true. thing I'm a little I'm a little broken up about with like the passing of Chadwick Boseman is like yeah. I worry that the world won't get to see that because we got we got the pre-Black Panther. You know, yeah, we got the we got the setup with you know T'Chaka's passing. We got him like coming into his role in this one, and it's just like. You know, I feel I feel everyone here and stuff like that, but it's not like we have the same war machine. Yeah, in these films, Brad. It's no. like I understand what we're what we're trying to honor and stuff like that, but yeah. like this character is so much bigger. It's like it doesn't have to be T'Challa. I can kind of live with that. Yeah, but we need Black Panther though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like don't do. I see y'all minimizing bro in the credits and it's like Wakanda forever. I'm like. Yeah, <laughs> Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> keep that Black Panther big on the screen. That's yeah. no facts. That's facts. On, <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Yeah, I, you don't want, you don't want to lose the essence. I, yeah, because that was just the thing. I I I, I want to see him flex uh, him or her. Or I, I just want to see him flex on Namor. Yes. Yeah, hundred percent. It's like don't come out the ocean all the way up <laughs> here past the Congo. You know, through South Africa, talking talking to us. That smack what? Yeah, what? yeah. <laughs> Ain't no water around here except the rivers and and lakes that we control. What you That's about so to do? True. Wait, yeah. isn't Wakanda not even near the ocean? No, it's landlocked. It's it's, it's like in the middle, right? Yeah, yeah. Like there's a little like, bit more northeast. Sort yeah. of. There's like yeah. water near. There's like well, that's like uh, ways. Yeah, but nothing. Yeah, I think it's kind of like, like northeast of like the D, the DRC. I think like the Nile River and stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, 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 no, no, no. But no. either way, it's like you just ain't walking up in here, man. Like that's just not how this works. That's if you so feel true. like froggy, 
Namor. <laughs> 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 yeah. like, That's great. Oh, man. Uh, Kwanzaa, this has been an amazing conversation. Uh, I want to thank you so much for j- jumping on with us. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, you know, when I reached out to you, I was so excited because I I saw the second printing was coming on the 21st and I was just like, yo, this is a great opportunity to ask him. Like we do the show on Wednesdays. It's the same day. Can we help promote? And, and as if, as if we need to help, but (laughs) I was about to say it's a second printing. We've been very fortunate because like, I'm like, I'm a geek to my heart. I think I kind of, you know, showed my creds and stuff like that, but I just really love that idea of like the real collector's item. Cause I think we all know if you old enough in comics and you was getting to the shop on new comics day, if you got there late, if your mom had after Mm. school, then you were, you were, you were doing the hunt. He's like, yeah, my local yeah. shop, I got it. Now I got to go to other neighborhoods and stuff like that. Might have to fight some people. Yeah. Like, you know, I got to get that issue and stuff. And like, I kind of miss that. Like, everything became like this whole thing where it's like, you know, people say it's a collector's issue. It's like, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> my grandmother got a copy. Yeah, <laughs> my God. Spider Man number one is worth something, but like, grandma got two. Yeah. yeah. And the gold for one. How you get the gold for one, grandma? You know, so it's like, that kind of stuff for me, I really wanted to make something special. So with all the like, you know, first issues, I was just like, let's let's do a limited run, you know, see how it, see how it, see if people vibe to it. And I, I, I have mine that. somewhere too. I was just looking for it, but he pulled his out before mine. But there it is. Yeah. <laughs> this is black. If you guys haven't seen it before, uh, when I get to see you in person, I'm gonna bring this so we can get this nice and signed. Heck yeah, um, I'll do it. And, and you right. said you're out in New York, right? In the Bronx? Yeah. I, I, re- I have another buddy out there, uh, actually, that we know, David Crownson. I don't know if you know who that is. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Harriet, Harriet Tubman, De- Demon Slayer. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a cool dude. I was out in New York a couple years ago and actually ran into him in Times Square, which is kind of Oh, random. dope. Yeah. That brother has, like, the best energy in comics, man. He does. Like, he does. <laughs> always smiling, always on, his, on a good vibe and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I, I appreciate him, and I, and I love Harriet Tubman, Demon Slayer, you know? It's like, it's good stuff. There's something in that New York air that inspires you guys, Yo. huh? Yo. <laughs> it's crazy. I guess thanks so, you for know, coming like, by, Kwanzaa, awesome. oh, Thanks for having thank me. You, yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for coming by. Yeah. Uh, guys, well, we're going to go into our next segment, but Kwanzaa, we want to thank you. Can you let people know where they can check all your stuff, yeah. all the socials and whatnot, and we'll add that into the, the description after, too? Absolutely. So you can find uh, all of the Black Universe books over at blackmassstudios.com. That's our publisher. If you want to follow me, I am on Instagram at Kwanzer, K-W-A-N-Z-E-R. You can also follow me on Twitter where I'm getting into fights with randos about critical <laughs> race theory. Um, and like that's, that's the vibe, man. Just that's it. Awesome. Thank you for having me on. Thank Thanks you for man. coming. And hopefully we can have you on. You don't get Thanks too big man. for us. But, uh, no, I, that, 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 that's not me. Busy, uh, yes. Too big, nah. Uh, awesome. I don't do that. I respect that. Thank you. All right. Uh, you guys have a good one. Peace, Peace man. Thanks. Appreciate it. How are you doing, man? Uh, we, that was so much fun. Uh, yes. Dave, I know you have to bounce early. Did you want to tell people real quick what show you've been watching as uh, as we uh, I'm just gonna, uh, wind down? For sure, for sure. I'm actually happy that this happens because I didn't get a chance to watch Space Jam, which you guys will be apparently going into, and I don't want spoils, so this is perfect. Um, I've been keeping up with the Bad Batch, despite me and Brian's concerns. I feel like the universe listened to when me and Brian were complaining about this show. Okay, good. Finally, turned shit around. Good. It's been interesting since. Well, 
I find like so I was for those who are watching the show, uh, I found it was going a little sluggish at first, and then yeah. they had two episodes of cameos from Rebels from Clone Wars, and you're like, okay, cool. And then since then, I'm like, okay, you're finally answering questions, you're finally developing like not like all your skeletons that were obvious skeletons, you're kind of like throwing them out there finally, so that whatever the snowball is, it's going down the hill already. So mm. I'm like, okay, and mind you though. One thing I, I realized as well is apparently this is going to have like uh, 20 episodes or something like Yeah. This it's going to be gonna be like 10 episodes. So when I read that the other day, I was like, oh, well, maybe it makes sense with what they're doing. But like I find they're finally kind of going more at the the Star Wars 3D series uh, pace. Like it reminds me a little bit of how like um, – what's it called rebels was a little slower a little kiddish at first but then yeah, finally yeah. started getting like serious you know yeah, i yeah. think they're kind of doing their own version of that but it was just more that the 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 putting down the groundwork was a lot longer than maybe i just find it weird that they feel like they even have to put down the groundwork because they have clone wars and they have rebels and from what i'm seeing or hearing this show is like a bridge so I feel like you shouldn't have to do that much groundwork. And from your you and I's perspective, yeah. you were doing a lot more early on. But I'm oh, happy to hear that they're moving for, they're moving forward at a quicker pace because I think it, it has a lot of potential as a series because there's a lot of interesting lore in between those two uh, shows, uh, Clone Wars and Rebels. Exactly, and especially the last like two or three episodes really made. I think it was also because maybe the first few episodes was them trying to make the Bad Batch distinct or reminding the the viewers like these guys have these extra abilities and mm. they're different right and they want yeah. to maybe segment that for okay. a few episodes okay. but now especially the last two or three episodes it's like okay the web it's like you had two big spider webs one being clone wars and one being rebels and now yeah. the spiders finally like come down and be like this is a big gap i'm, I'm making okay. cool. them all out so like especially i don't want to uh not too much spoilers but uh especially if you haven't seen them yet brian but like yeah well i heard who's there i heard who's okay there. well like, with her being brought with with hera being brought up there yeah. like her involvement in her her arc it's like okay well finally like this kind of like also explains how other people are a little bit later or you're excited because like you know some people aren't interacting how they're supposed to be interacting compared to the future yeah so you know you're going to see whatever happens soon for that to be how it is, you cool. know? Cool. I actually heard that Chopper was in there before I heard Hera, which was so weird. Yeah, I'm right. Someone was excited that I was like, why would you be excited that the, the droid is there? I was like, what? That's such a weird thing. It's ever since R2D2, man. Ever since yeah. R2D2 was like created by Anakin, like in the first episode, you're like, he survived everything. You're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. He's a droid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one cares. Well, I mean, they, they're awesome droids, but still, yeah, no one cares. Yeah. You, could, you could break it and put it back together. Like, it's fine. <laughs> true, true. Okay, man. Well, <laughs> that's a big good. Lego piece. Uh, I was going to bug you about uh, Rick and Morty, but we can talk about yeah. that another time because uh... we will. Although I did find the last episode that bad. I, I but I knew you would. Yeah, you and knew, I know exactly yeah, yeah. why. So yeah. it's fine. Yeah, just get you over knew, it. It's Rick you, and Morty. You knew. <laughs> you knew I what knew I was. It. Yeah, there's the, like I'm, du I'm ducking and dodging after I'm our actually, last. Conversation. Actually, speaking of Rick and Morty, Space Jam. Yeah, I know. They had oh a my gosh, yeah. they did. Yeah, they oh, did. All right. <laughs> okay, I got. 
Well, wait. You guys think that second. segue? <laughs> I, 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 I got, I gotta let go because I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get dragged into this. I don't want to see this. Bye. Talk to you later. Peace, man. Oh my gosh, yo, yo. When did you watch Space Jam? By the way, uh, what two days ago? Two, okay, three okay. days ago. Well, I on just watched. Okay, yeah, same. I just watched it a couple days ago myself too. Uh, again. The original yeah. Space Jam, when it, fir- <laughs> when it first came out, was not liked by the people we call critics. Okay. okay? Yeah. It was rated very low, below the 40% scale on whatever yeah, IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes, whatever yeah. it was at the time. Um, Michael Jordan's acting was panned. Yes. Like, everything. The main Even thing that... It, and I thought his acting wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Now, no. the main thing is, though, you have to remember... When you watch these kinds of movies and a lot of different movies, like I have to put myself in the mind frame of the intended audience. Yeah. Because if you don't I, yeah. do that, yeah, you're yeah. gonna hate life. Fair, 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 fair. <laughs> Constantly. Fair, right. Fair. Yeah. So I did the same. I go watching this as 10, 11, 12 year old me. What am oh. I looking for? I'm super I was into the Looney Tunes at the time. Yeah. Uh I enjoyed basketball. I knew about Michael Jordan, but it wasn't even really for him I was watching it. Yeah. I just knew the Looney Tunes were in it and there's live action. I didn't know and it was also around the time of those big live action, you know, Roger Rabbit, like yeah, all those kinds, yeah. right? So to me it was cool. This movie I like too. Okay. Okay. It, it's almost on par for me in yeah. terms of in terms of the acting. Yeah. Don Cheeto kills it. Oh my god, it, yeah. I was it as the say, everyone, the the, the Damien, the son, amazing actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the the Don Cheeto, Sinequa, yep. uh, every the only person who was a little stunted at the beginning of the movie was LeBron, yeah. where he was super stiff, but then he gets comfortable and then it flourishes. And it's funny because I've I saw him in Trainwreck, so I know he can act, yeah, yeah, which yeah. was why I was confused with how stiff he was at the beginning. But so like, I, it's one thing to carry your own movie, and it's yeah. another to kind of be like a supporting role in a movie too, right? But I I also thought maybe it's the idea that like because he's strict at the beginning, maybe he's supposed to feel stiff, and then as he gets more comfortable, you start to see he gets more natural because he does get genuinely more natural towards he does, the end. He does. He and does. as he's playing basketball, his whole mannerisms and everything starts to smooth out because it feels very robotic at the beginning and then very smooth towards the end. And then him goofing around with the Toon Squad, like that felt yeah. natural. Even though it could be yes. corny, it could come across as corny, it felt natural. Like this is something he would actually do. The yeah. faces he was pulling, I've seen him pull those faces in games. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so I know like this is probably for him a massive dream come true. So yeah. on top of it being a dream come true for him, I think it's also a good movie for kids today to yeah. watch. Like the story was good. The the plot was far different than Michael Jordan's plot in his movie, which yes, yes, which I can't really remember right now. But really had nothing to do with family, right? No, the first movie is just that the Devito's character, who's that alien, wants to to build that uh, wants to make them an attraction, and and the the first movie is about the Looney Tunes. That's the it. Second movie is about LeBron, like right. Because right. the first movie is about the tunes needing to get a basketball player to help them. Right. Like Same. Right. Yeah. This is the the flip. LeBron was just like, I need a team. I need Superman. I need uh, Iron <laughs> okay. Giant. All right. Let's like, talk about this. Great. Let's talk about that this. That was great. So LeBron's son gets captured by Al G Rhythm or Algorithm. Yeah. 
yeah. Don Cheeto's character. I don't want to get too much into the premise of the plot, but for some reason he hates LeBron. You find out why he hates LeBron and wants yeah. to get some kind of revenge on LeBron. Kidnaps LeBron and the son, but tells LeBron, "Hey, I'm going to hold your son captive. I need you to be, you have to beat me in a basketball game." Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Now I'm gonna. <laughs> I just think I it's funny, you. like you challenge the world's best basketball <laughs> player to basketball. To basketball game. Challenge so him like, anything else in the world, but anyways, he, he was mad confident. He's like, I know. All right, yeah. cool. I'll play you in a basketball <laughs> yeah. game. Now let me find my squad. Now they're in the server verse, the WB server verse. So yeah, Algae Rhythm sends them to the rejects, and the rejects of the server verse are the Looney Tunes. Yeah, it was <laughs> so we sad. Find, and we find out. <laughs> That at some point, Algae Rhythm went to Toon World. I want yeah, to call it right? Yeah, whatever. And offered everyone else a ticket off the planet <laughs> because he said there's so much more to see. But Bugs was the only one who stayed oh, behind. Poor Bugs. Bugs was by himself, man. Yeah. How sad but, is but that? Like, dude, like when we say by himself, picture, you know, during the pandemic when you walked out into the street <laughs> and the streets yeah. were barren and empty and you're like looking around, no cars for miles. You walk like 10 blocks one direction. You see one other person. Bugs didn't even see one other person. Like mm -hmm. everyone left and he's genuinely by himself. Oh, gosh. It it kind of sucked. It, it yeah. Actually, it sucked to see that everyone was that quick to leave. Him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I then like, I like Martian the Mar Marvin the Martian showing up, which was cool. But that was that was a cool plan. I didn't realize yeah. that he was still around too. Um, yeah, but well, that's the thing, right? Like he's it, that. It, I thought that was one of the weird things. I was just like, then why is Marvin there? But that's the idea. He's not. He's in Tune Verse, but on Mars in Tune Verse. Exactly. So he didn't leave to, so whatever. I yeah, yeah, whichever, whichever. So Bugs uses this as an opportunity to get the whole squad back together. Even though LeBron, knowing he's in WB server verse, Begging he's, like, he's like, all right, who are the WB characters? I can, <laughs> I can sign up. All right, there's Superman, there's yeah. Batman. Um, Iron, Giant. Iron Giant, King yeah, Kong. Yeah, he's going to be great on the court. Yeah, King Kong. Yeah, that was great. When he's just like, Iron Giant and King Kong on the court are going to be, I'm like, yo, you can <laughs> I mean, LeBron, how are you going to play basketball with King Kong on the court? But I see what he was doing. He's just yeah. like, we're just going to dominate the game. It's all yeah, good. I was like, it. okay. Um, but obviously, Not a Bugs, one of them, though. He didn't get a one because Bugs played his ass. Played him. Played him. Had other ideas. So, like, there were there were fun. Like, if you, again, yeah. if you're just open yeah. to the premise, the concept, the audience, there's a lot that works for this movie. Yeah. So, I, I, I hope it does well. Um, yeah. just oh, because it's doing really well. Yeah, so it I think yeah. Black Widow in the in the second weekend. Oh wow, I didn't actually whole, check the numbers. I, I'll t I'm I'm going to talk about that in Geek News afterwards. But yeah, okay. it'd be, yeah, that's wicked. And yeah, the rest of the story, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I I think it's a fun watch, especially if you have kids. I yeah. don't, but I still enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so man. I would I would recommend it. My um, only don't don't listen was, to the critics. My only complaint was Shaniqua wasn't used as enough. No, if she's definitely cast, just a mom. Like, yeah, side, if you're gonna cast character. someone, yeah, like I'm gonna cast Shaniqua, who's such a talented actress, the lead of her own show, yeah. and then she she's in like what five to ten scenes, kind of just. I see like, what they did though. Yeah, they yeah. just hired certain faces in certain places for yeah, credibility. Right. Yeah, okay. you know what I mean. Um, oh, I see what you're saying. 
for the people who are like, oh, I don't want to watch this movie. There's no one in it. Oh no, but Shanique was in it right. and was in it. Okay. That's right. Fair. It's it's that's it was fair. just a name casting thing. And yeah. I think that's what worked with the original one with uh Michael Jordan and uh why am I forgetting his name right now? Not Dan Bill Murray. Right? Bill Murray, right? Yeah. Bill, yeah. Moment you add a different name to it, even though the athlete is popular, people are gonna go see oh, an actual actor is in this. Yeah, right? that's a good point. That's a good but point. But again, everyone killed it in their roles, whatever capacity yeah, Sarah Silverman's was in. in it. I was shocked. I didn't even know she was in it. Too. Super shocked. When, yeah, I didn't know when she was uh, playing like the uh, uh, executive or like yeah. I was just like, "What is Sarah Silverman doing in this movie?" Yeah, no, it worked. Her role again. Her role worked for this, right? Perfect. She was yeah. great. She was just just the right amount of Silverman. Yeah, yeah. And Stephen Yun. <laughs> yes, he was her Dude, partner. Yeah. Like honestly, some of the like cameos for Luke actors. Morell, as someone just pointed out. Oh um, yes, um, yes. Ernie Morell. Johnson, who's an actual sportscaster yeah. in the NBA. Yeah. Like they, they had some pretty deep. And then also the cast of characters while the basketball game was going on. If you literally every, I wanted to pause literally every oh, yeah. second because yeah. there's Back. so many different like characters in the background. Like at one point you saw all the different jokers. At one point, if yes. you like really re- like, you know what I mean? It was cool. It was cool to see. Yeah. Um, I think they did a good job. Uh, what? Okay, so. Oh, there's so much to talk about with this movie, I guess now. But um, while they're looking for players, they're going to different parts of WB, like yeah. the Matrix, um, Mad Max, and like just the way they integrate the Looney Tune characters into oh, those worlds. Yes, yes, I thought it was yes. cool too. It was worked. Super and yeah. Lola's reveal as an Amazon with Wonder Woman, like I that, thought, come on, that was so perfect. The whole yes. idea that like Lola. Lola's whole arc was she did the basketball thing. She's already done it before. When she left the the Toon world, she wants something more serious. And since she left, she's been on the Amazonian planet or whatever training. And she's yeah. finally at that test that Wonder Woman does in in the flashback in nineteen in eighty four. Yeah, at the beginning, the best and, part and, of nineteen eighty four. Yeah, facts. Big facts. <laughs> Uh, and you're like watching this and you're just like, wow, Lola's doing it. And it's, they do such a good job of recreating it. And then mm-hmm. we won't tell you what, ha- what happens, but you guys should definitely go see it because you it is hundred percent. Yeah. I feel like I, I'm giving away too much, but I feel like I'm not giving away enough. It's so, I know. It's, I good. it's fun. Yeah. Anyway, it, it was fun. Uh, what else did we have here? Oh yes. Gunpowder milkshake. I just watched it last night. I just watched it last night. Tell me about it. Uh, so I'll, I'll start off with this. I've seen a lot of people complaining, uh, uh, like the social justice warrior people saying like, Oh, they're making all these action movies with women and blah, 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 blah. Movies have always existed. But anyway, facts. I was just going to say, my thing is you guys who are acting like this are only the big babies who want to cry about this stuff because now more people are crying about this stuff. So there's a group of you. Uh, who you're still a small group and no one really cares what you have to say because the quality of these movies is excellent. The, mm-hmm. the, the action in these movies is equal to anything I've seen growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not, if not better, like I'm sure, I'm sorry. It's, Some, it's, it's John wick. <laughs> dude. He ran up on the wall to the ceiling. Yeah, that was cool. That was, that cool. was such a, ba- and, and when you find out that she does that with no arm strength, Mm-hmm. Like when you're watching the movie, there's a reason her arms are like jelly at the time. Yeah. So she does not move with the dead weight of her arms. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like you you do fitness. Yeah. You tried to just use your legs, but your arms were dead weight, and you tried to lift yourself vertical. 
No, that's that's almost impossible for me. Anyway, that's almost impossible. I mean, it, it is impossible, <laughs> and the movies, but the movies make it seem possible. Of course, and they did it in such a way that when it seems possible, it also seemed fun, and I love that about the movie. I'm gonna I tell you right now, you're a hypocrite if you like John Wick. Yeah, you're, you're a hypocrite if you like shoot him up. Remember that Owen Owen uh, Clive Owen movie? Shoot oh yeah, Sh yeah, shoot him up, yeah. right? I, I don't know. I don't remember if that's the name, but I know I know what you're talking about. Where it's the whole movie is just. Yeah. Guns blazing Crazy. the whole movie. Um, Lucky number eleven. Yeah. All these desperado. Yeah, uh, Kill Bill. All these this, movies. It's, this yeah. is along the same lines. Yeah, it's, it's it's. I think it's fun. It's it's the action is incredible. It's believable. The all female cast was very well put together. Well, well, well cast. Yeah, Super Carlo good. Gugino, Michelle Yao, uh, Angela Bassett. Bassett. Oh my hell? god. That's so random, right? Angela Bassett was so good too because she's she, her anger, but like genuine calmness at the same time. Like she would get so mad, but was still so composed. And it was just like, mm -hmm. like most people, you can tell, like most people are like who have a bubbling volcano inside of them mm -hmm. don't hold it back that well. And that was one of the things I loved about her character. Yes, same. Um, who else? Who else did we have? Who am I? Oh, Cerse uh, Cersei Lannister. Yeah, Lena. <laughs> Lena Hetty. Hetty, that's it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She killed her role too. Oh my god. Uh, and great. then Karen Gillan. Yeah, I've seen her in a few roles now that are action oriented, but this was the mm -hmm. first time she's actually not in any kind of makeup. Yeah, um, you know what I mean. Just kind of looks like she's being herself a bit more in this role, and it kind of it fit it. It's it suit the kind of character she was playing. Yeah. Um, although I we kind of uh, what are we? What's that movie with? Um, which one? Kevin Hart, Kevin Rock. Hart? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they did a. F they've done two. No, the one where he's the CIA. No, no, no. <laughs> the movie they all did together recently. Why am I forgetting the name? Oh, Jumanji. Sorry, Jumanji. Jumanji. <laughs> CIA. Like, no, sorry. I'm, I was just thinking of all their movies. So I like went back to the first one. I know I should have thought of the one she's in. Which <laughs> <laughs> what's the common denominator in this that i'm giving you kevin uh, kevin hart the rock karen CIS? Like, no jackass no, yeah, i like how Devin asks the same question like which movie you're talking about yeah 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 um yeah jumanji okay. we kind of see her you know have some yeah, action true. we see her yeah. have some action as uh in the marvel movies as well but this was i, I thoroughly enjoy her as an action hero i yeah. think she has a future in this kind of in this line of work the story was cool too the whole like the mom was in the business the mom got in trouble and had to go on a run. The daughter kind of missed the mom, but was left in the sort of hands of the red room a little bit. Black Widow. Yes, yes, yes. Very in that aspect. Yeah. The, the the whole idea. So we're not spoiling anything, but this yeah. the whole premise of this is similar to Black Widow in the sense that like women are being trained or women are subservient as assassins to an organization known as the firm and it's all male run and you know it's just a room of wealthy men mostly white who you know paul giamatti works for them he's like their go-between and when lena leaves her kid with the quote-unquote red room Mm -hmm. uh karen's character grows up to become an assassin just like her mom before her and you know but th th that's the thing the it, it's if you told me this movie took place in the john wick universe uh outside of the film style because the film style doesn't look the same no, but the whole premise of like these women run 
a library, which was like the continental, the hotels where it's it fits. Yeah. All of it fits. It just feels like different parts of the same universe. And I'm not mad that they keep doing that. Sometimes when I watch stuff, because uh, nobody with Bob Bob Odenkirk, yes, that one felt so much like Wick that I had a problem letting go of it. But it was because the film style still looked the same. It still looked like Wick. This movie doesn't look like Wick, but feels like it could take place in the universe, and that's the part that I that I thought was nice. So, you know, the, like you said, the action at the end of it is it, at the end of the day. Excellent. It's that's what it, that's what it was about, and the story was just enough to hold the whole thing together. I, I, yeah. I was I was satisfied. I was satisfied with the watch. Favorite scene. Favorite scene. I know exactly what my favorite part was. Favorite scene. Or yeah, like you can favorite, go with yours. Uh, my favorite part was when the kid has to drive the car, and in the oh garage. yes, yes. I thought okay. that was super funny. Cause it that was kid funny, was like, but that was where that was one of the scenes where I was like, ah, okay, it's getting less believable here now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just I'll, a I'll give you bit. that. I'll just give you that. The, the kid was just like, dr- like, I mean, she's not pressing the pedals, but it's still the idea of like, put it in drive, put it in reverse, hard left turn. Hard the, left turn. It was the hard turns yeah, that got me. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. There's yeah, no yeah. way she's making those hard turns. <laughs> <laughs> but hey. Don't, because you definitely would have needed like a handbrake to do some of those like really and just smooth... turn it. Yeah, yeah there's a feel I, that comes with a yeah, turn that you kind of need to have. Yeah, but anyway. But I still love that I because digress. the kid is so excited to be doing it. Like you could see like that actress was uh, like, I don't know if they actually let her drive a car for a day to get her prepared. <laughs> but the sheer joy in that girl's face. And she's the little kid that was in the movie My Spy with... um batista oh and, was she yeah she's the that same little girl who's in my movie spot. yeah it's a horrible movie but it's also still that whole action thing right and that's two big kind of fun action movies for a little kid and i kind of see a trend and if it you know if she becomes that typecast kid that's and true. then grows up you know fingers crossed the Hollywood monster doesn't eat her alive and she grows up to be her own action star. That would be really cool because if you could look back at your career and be like, when I was like 10, I made these action movies with these action stars. And now here I am at like 25 making my own action films. And that's what I thought was cool about it. Cause I, I I think that kid has, does really good job in those roles. Don't get me wrong. My spy, not a good movie, but she did a good job in the role. She did. She did. Yeah. She did a good job in this movie as well. Um, also, like Lena Hetty and Karen Gillan are too close in age to be mother and daughter. Oh, I know. That, that, <laughs> they're like ten years apart. Oh my god! When when Lena Hetty's character came back and was the exact same age, <laughs> I was just like, okay. I mean, you guys made no no attempts to make her look like she's older. I'm not mad, but yeah. it's so obvious that this woman would have had to have had this kid at like. 13 or something like that <laughs> for her to look because like and, and don't get me wrong like if it was a male character and you guys did the same thing it would still have been jarring because it yes. looks weird to be like you're obviously only 10 years apart that doesn't make yeah, sense it's, it's a little odd. but yeah. again minor little details nothing you need to worry yes. about the rest yeah. of the movie is fun to watch and 100% recommend this 100% 100% yeah uh, i also i did you did you see a infinite you already reviewed it right i infinite did with mark yeah. Wahlberg. I, I just watched like that it. recently, and I know you didn't like it. Yeah. I can see why. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like... His, I, I, his, his acting is hard to get over. Yes. 
it's 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 huh? and i didn't feel, i didn't feel like i was being too harsh on it because i feel like they should have like the cast is solid man and the 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 idea is amazing the idea is great it's it's i wanted i want to remade already just yeah. better execution exactly yeah, yeah. You, you're saying yeah because even the villain i was just like i was at one point i was almost rooting for the villain because mm -hmm. the villain is similar to the hero and has better tech yeah, exactly. And I was just like, Damn, this is kind of cool, man. I don't know. I know he's the bad guy, but I mean, he wants to do a very bad thing, but he's also really cool with it. <laughs> Yo, I, she, she went to a legit IG4? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Killed it. Yeah. I think he, he killed it. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I think it killed so it. good. Yeah, he killed and it. And this whole new look of his with the shaved bald head and the beard, he's never done. I've never seen him in a movie look like that. He looked badass. This he might be this time. might be a prep for a comeback in Doctor Strange. Who knows? Oh, yo, good. Yeah, this, I'd this, be down to see that look. He was he was he was evil. Yeah, man. <laughs> he's evil. He's and like th some of the stuff he's doing is like just the dark. Torture, he's self torturing. Oh you know, my god, self waterboarding. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, that's just dark. Why that's are you? Crazy. Why are you doing this to yourself? Saying God show your face in Latin yeah, over yeah, and yeah. over again, like yo. <laughs> Psycho, psycho movie, not so great, movie still not so fun, great. but it's still worth watching, yes, because of some of the performances are really Ex good, exactly. and again, the idea is good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and horrible ending, though. I'm a little yeah. worried about uh, that, yeah, that was, anyways. Um, again, remake, yeah, I'm okay yeah. with this one be remake next year, <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. If they do a remake within a year, we'll be like, eh, we wanted it, we it works it. for me. <laughs> um, what werewolves within. I wanted to talk about it real quick, Sam Richardson. I, uh, I, I yeah, I, I watched it a couple weeks ago actually, and I know uh, someone in the chat had asked us about it uh, maybe last week or two weeks ago. Uh, fun movie, interesting story. Um, you know, it, it it was kind of a little bit of a crazy tale, but I'll say this one thing, and I I, I know in saying it, I'm probably kind of demystifying the whole thing, but watching the movie was great for me because. It's this thing that I've been talking about recently where sometimes a character, like a character's race means shouldn't necessarily always be a factor. Mm. And Sam Richardson's character just happened to be black. Oh. It wasn't a major factor. <laughs> it wasn't a character. factor at all. At all. And I, and I, you know, it, um, we're, we don't need to ignore race, but it's nice sometimes to watch movies and be able to escape for 90 mm. minutes and just see uh, a fun story. It was good. Yeah, I was. It was through and I through. I knew yeah. what kind of movie I was watching. Yes, and I and I I enjoyed the ride from beginning to end. To, exactly. It was. I kind of broke the code. Like yeah. a third of the way through. I was, I was gonna like, ask. Oh, I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna ask you. I was just like, did you figure out who the villain was? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was that was easy. I was just like, let's just watch the rest unfold at this point. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because sometimes, and that's the thing. Sometimes when we figure it out, it's not a factor of like it's boring because we figured it out. No. Uh, it's it's more just that like we watch too much shit. So. Yeah, we watch so much stuff that sometimes it's it's just it it's depressing for us as 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 consumers of content and people who like to talk about it. That yeah. like yeah, but we already knew this was gonna happen. But with this movie, I knew it was gonna happen, and I still enjoyed how it happened. Yeah, like, the acting was great. The jokes yeah. were always on point. Funny. Always on point. Funny, the, yeah. the gay couple were actually some of my favorite. Characters oh my god, this, they were to be great. honest, they killed I, it. Yeah, they, <laughs> they were so good. It. 
uh, and like the way subtle things are mentioned and then play big roles in the end, mm-hmm. like the whole thing about seven. I was just oh, like, yes. oh, yeah, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. Like, that's so funny. And like, it, it, and uh, it, it was just fun to watch because you, you kind of watch this movie and you're just like, okay. And then like it's aimed in one direction and then aims in another direction. And you're just like, yeah. So uh, I don't want to give it away, but <laughs> At first, in the first act, they're kind of like throwing the blame back and forth. Yeah. And I was playing that game of ping pong. I was like, oh, yeah, but it could be this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually could be our main character because right? everywhere things happen, he so happened he, to be, yeah. right? So it's yeah. just like they, they play with you a little bit there. But then I think they let go of that string a little bit too soon. Yeah. And, and it all unravels. And I stopped playing that game with them. And I'm like, I know it's this person for sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But and they try to like throw you off when the remember when the. I'm, I'm not giving away who or why, but when the yeah. girl shoots in the hallway, but hits oh, the guy, yes. and yeah. you're like, "Wait, is she trying to cover something up?" You know what I mean? But, yeah, 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 yeah. It was but good. It was, it was funny. It was. Fun. I thoroughly enjoyed it. This is the second Sam Richardson appearance I saw in the same week. Randomly, oh, yeah. uh, Tomorrow War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was same say. comedic kind of role. Um, He's dude. Did, have you ever watched Detroiters? That's I one haven't of watched shows? it yet. I haven't watched it yet. I'm gonna tell people if you guys are looking for a really kind of silly sitcom comedy central two buddies acting mad dumb like he just, seems like someone who doesn't take himself seriously no man. yeah 100 oh. they are not taking themselves seriously like when you're watching this show tim robinson and sam richardson do the show together they're best friends and like tim robinson's married to sam's sister and it's just this really really funny relationship and the show is great. It's you you watch it and you're just laughing constantly, constantly, constantly. And then after watching the trailers, I ended up watching Southside um, because it was a similar thing. So if, if you guys are looking for like just fun sitcoms, because things are a little dry right now, like I'm not finding as many shows to watch. Nah. So if you're looking for stuff in the back catalog that you haven't watched, uh, I would recommend it. Like I just went back to Better Call Saul because I didn't finish season five and I'm only watching that now. Um, but yeah. Um, oh, I guess I should, uh, we haven't played it in a while cause we, we, we sometimes just kind of skip over it, but, uh, for all you crazy kids who love the segments, geek news and rumors before we start with ours, someone did want to shout something out. I figure we might as well. Cause it's oh someone bad, who, who watches our show weekly. Uh, but Jay Grizz let us know that Mr. Cray Prince. Hey, Yannick. Got married. Congratulations! Over the so shout out to Cray Cray over there, out in Vancouver, I think. Right, he's back in Vancouver. Uh, at this point, maybe he's either on the West Coast or East Coast, wherever he is. Congratulations! Man. That's <laughs> congrats, big. man. That's big. Congrats, man. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. That's a that's a beautiful thing. From uh, the south to the mountaintop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's you know when you find that person that understands what you're doing and is is down to do it with you and really cares about you. It's such a beautiful thing. So congratulations to them. I'm happy for them. Uh, you know, if we if this was a music podcast. I would play some hot some hot track for them right now, but instead I'll just say, you know, we're happy for you, man. We're happy, and uh, we look forward to uh, getting to see you in person. Fingers crossed, sometime soon as uh, things start to open back up. Um, Because Ontario, you guys are almost all getting vaccinated soon, right? Yeah, pretty much, and reopen in a third stage. Things, things are yeah, man. 
things are feeling normal again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Quebec is like that too. I mean, uh, everyone's kind of just running around in this city. Like, you, I, I went to, like I said, I saw Black Widow in the theaters, and I, I was comfortable. Did you? Well, see, that's the thing. Our theaters weren't open before, so that's but yeah. They'll be open soon enough for me to. Yeah, yeah. I want to indulge. I think I don't know what my first one will be, but I'm excited. Oh, I had to make. Yeah, I, yeah. That was one of my things. I was just like, I really want to support Black Widow. It deserves it. I've seen almost. I think I've seen all the MCU films in theater. I didn't want to break the, the 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 chain you know so um but speaking of black widow the national association of theater owners are very mad with disney uh they released a statement explaining that the the second week uh of the the movie because i mentioned to you space jam beat black widow in its second weekend right black widow saw a 67 percent drop in ticket sales on the second week um and they attributed that to uh, Disney putting it on premium and piracy. Uh, there's also, I don't know if you saw this, but there was another article that said Black Widow is the most pirated movie of the last two years. Makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, the, it's the biggest Marvel movie to come out since the pandemic. Right. So, yeah, I mean. So, uh, you know, but the, the national, not the, not the, the, the NATO as the, for abbreviation, it was it trying to explain that, like, uh, and this is something I found very interesting. They were trying to explain that the PVOD sales that you see on the back end of a movie when it's yeah. after it's in theaters, the, all they're doing is moving that money up for these sales. Right. So and when movies always drop like 30, 40, 50 percent within not all, but a lot of movies, yeah. by the way, guys. We're so used to these big budget Marvel movies making billions of dollars. But yeah. you forget that a lot of movies fall that much in their second, third weeks. So I mean, 67 percent is pretty. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's a, lot, a lot for sure. Uh, but I definitely understand what you're saying, because we have seen yeah. that, like, you know, week to week, you do start to gradually see a drop yeah. off. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it didn't help that they released it on premium. And no. I do understand. But I mean, it. I wish I'm sure Fast Nine wishes people were freaking pirating their movie because no one's yeah. watching that stuff anymore. Yeah, anyway. yo, that's another thing. Fast Nine, it's true that the some of the sources I I pull through from time to time, they still don't have a high quality version of that. And I'm guessing that's one of the reasons that it did relatively well for multiple weeks when it first came out. But ultimately, it's it's starting to go up against movies like Black Widow and Space Jam. Right. And it's not going to be able to maintain because, you know, the I wonder what the streaming of numbers of Black Widow is. Actually, uh, All I know is that they said the Disney released the stats the first week and they made 60 million off of it. Which is rare that they ever they ever release that information, but that sixty million announcement combined with the first weekend numbers pushed the movie over like two hundred something million dollars. Uh, budget recouped. They're fine. Yeah, yeah. So Black Widow's doing decent numbers, and uh, you know, but yeah. Oh, the the thing I was saying, the, the one of the things that NATO was trying to make clear to people is you're you're not you're not making more money. You're only pulling money forward from the POVD sales that you're going to have later on. Later, right. Uh, that's, and that's, that's something true. I never thought about, but it's true. That's true. It's very true. So, you know, it is something but to think about. It's time for some kind of disruption in some way. Something else yeah. will fill in that gap. Well, true. eventually. True. Yeah. yeah. If anything, they might have to try and figure out some kind of bonus feature that you'll get on the PVOD. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Hey, man, bring back movie commentaries. All of these streaming services don't offer that, and I really miss that. That was Those a really fun, fun Super yeah. fun thing. Like, I really enjoyed those back in the day. So hopefully they'll consider yeah. doing that. Um, uh, Blade finds its director, which is pretty big. 
Uh, who, I know who, who is that director? Uh, so he is, I'm going to pull up his name real quick. Uh, Basan Tariq, uh, uh, Helmer Bas Basam Tariq is Marvel's choice to direct new film starring Mahershala Ali as iconic vampire hunter. And uh, I'm trying to remember. Oh, he directed Riz Ahmed in Mogul Mowgli, which was the oh. big yeah. It's how why does Marvel, you know, I I can't say anything. They pick directors who've done one creative artistic thing, mm. who have no experience with big budget movies, and mm. they turn them into big budget directors. I, I don't understand how they make this work. So I'm not even gonna say too much about this because I don't know the guy. I don't know what he's done. Yeah. I haven't really I didn't watch Mogul Mowgli, but I'm sure it's yeah, good. To be honest, yeah. Um, but hey man. As long as they do my boy Blade some justice, right? It's fine with me. <laughs> OG, the man who yes. started it, as some say. So you know, if you're gonna nod back to him, you you got to do it right. So hopefully, we see a solid film. I'm, I mean, I'm like you said, I haven't seen the movie either, but people spoke highly of it, and you know, there was some buzz around this director. So I'm thinking they wouldn't, like you said, Marvel knows what they're doing. They've done it in the mm -hmm. past. They've done it well. Yeah. Uh, Eternals is the next one that I'm looking forward to because that director worked on what was the Chloe uh, Chloe's out I think yeah what did what 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 was her big thing before right before I'm trying uh, to... I think oh she won a couple a few Oscars actually. No Man Land yeah right yeah yeah she won yeah. a few Oscars for that No Man Land that Nomadland. was also an independent movie right uh, I think so something yeah I think it was but yeah Eternals, hey, Nomad yeah the writer song like these all yeah so I see like she did. Uh, one, two, three, four shorts, and then in 2015 started building up, and then did Nomadland in 2020, and then next thing she got was Eternal. So very much like you said, like relatively smaller projects, a little mm -hmm. bit of buzz, very talented. Disney comes along and picks them up, and it's just like, and again, we're not trying to diminish the work that they're doing. We're just saying that no. Disney has a good eye, if anything. Yeah, they they do. They really go down into like the trenches to find talent. It looks yeah. like. Uh, the guy who's directing uh, the Ten Rings, same thing. It's, it's oh, yeah. crazy. It's insane. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, even Taika Waititi was relatively small before true. Thor, right? Yes. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's like, crazy. like he had a cult following, and people like us. While we do in the shadows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, then he had what's the he had the other wildling where the uh, where the wild things are something like that, I think. But like you know, his buzz was worthy, but he wasn't huge. Is I think fairly stated. Um, and now he yeah, freaking pretty much what it is. He, he can literally walk into any studio and get a project. Is that's and that's the thing that we think is really cool. Like these pro mm -hmm. these these films give them that power. Um, so I look forward to it. I mean, I'm really looking forward to Love and Thunder, um, Thor: Love Same. and Thunder. Especially uh, with all this multiverse stuff. Oh, yeah, my, yeah, yeah. My mind has been, like, after, going off. After you guys mentioned that stuff, like, I was just like, oh, damn, that is a really good point. Like, yeah. that's pretty crazy. Uh, Peter Jackson started with The Frighteners, then on Lord of the Rings. True. Yeah, and yeah. The Frighteners was not great. <laughs> no. But, but it had a call following. My, shout outs to my cousin who's in it. One of my cousins. Oh, really? Yeah, one of my cousins oh, in yeah. uh, in uh, Australia, New Zealand was uh was in the movie i don't, i remember i remember my dad was so excited he's just like did you hear about this movie the frighteners i was like no i have no clue what you're talking about it's like your cousins I mean, it's like went crazy so I mean, listen i say it's not great i haven't seen it since like 98 
99. Oh, hey, <laughs> so might, I, don't, I don't really remember. It might have been better than I remember, actually. It might but. not be great. I, I never did end up watching it. I have a family member. I think it was, it was a highly rated. I think people really enjoyed it. So I, I don't I don't know. But anyway, but I, from I, that I, to like Lord of the Rings is, yeah, a, big, is a big jump. Yeah, big moves. Um, So I guess I'll start with – I'll finish with that. So I'll start with Michaela, uh, Michaela Cole joins cast of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, there's no statement on which character she'll be playing, but this is a, you know, they're currently filming in Atlanta. So people are pretty excited about the fact that she is joining the cast. Um, I mean, she fits, she fits the Dora Milaje aesthetic. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if she's going to play one of I them. Wonder, or... Maybe she might play like Ao's love interest. Like, remember there's that the, in, mm. in the world of Wakanda, two of the Dora Milaje are a couple and Ao is one of them who was in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Right. And there's like a whole story about this like special armor and all this stuff. So, hey, man, that could be cool. It could be cool. Right. So, um, But I don't know. That's just me guessing. Uh, and then the last piece of news, which I saw literally right before we started the show. And I feel like we should have known that they were going to cast a black woman based on the fact that Gordon himself is a black man in this universe. Batgirl, uh, Leslie Grace Land's role of Barbara Gordon in the new Warner Brothers and DC film. Which, which movie did we see uh, Black Gordon first? He's coming in the in the Batman. Matt Reeves is the Batman. Right. Okay. I was because I'm like I don't remember. Yeah, we haven't scenes. seen. We haven't seen him yet. We haven't seen right. him yet. But that's my thing. When so a couple of days ago, everyone was talking about how oh, there's some casting rumors going around about B Batgirl. It's gonna be really crazy. We don't know who's gonna be tapped, and they started listing off a whole bunch of white actresses to that's potentially so get the role. And I I remember thinking to myself, but if I know DC said they're gonna move away from doing these kind of connected universe stories, but at the same time, I understood that the batman and the the like gotham pd series that's going to be on hbo max we're all going to we're going to be connected mm. and then this batgirl film is going to be a hbo max original it's not going to be released in theaters and i figured why would you start building and not intertwine them a little bit so i was okay. just like i'm you're going to be casting a black actress to play barbara gordon cuz it yeah makes sense so i'm not shocked and i know some people were but i don't i don't see how you can be shocked considering the fact that again like you said in the batman which is coming but they but it makes sense because yeah. the batman hasn't come out yet true and it's not true. really in like the That's ethos the, the you know it's yeah. not out there that yeah. yeah so i get it all right hey man uh that's all the news that is all yeah, wow. that, dude, this was a fun one. Kwanzaa, once again, uh, hopefully you're listening back to this at, at some later point and it, just enjoying the conversation because we very much did. Uh, yeah, we had an cool. amazing time speaking with you. You are, uh, you know, you had great stories, uh, super, super informative. Uh, you know, I called you a mastermind before we started the show earlier, and I know you you kind of pushed back on it. But like I said, anyone who has these creative ideas and builds worlds, I kind of think of as a mastermind. And then Toby added the fact that anyone who thinks of it but then does it follows through. Yeah, follows it's hard because I, 
I grew up wanting to make comic books as a kid. <laughs> I just yeah. never followed through. <laughs> and then when you hear his story, it's just like, yeah, I met Duffy McDuffy. Like, it's like, okay, so you didn't like you had the idea at 15, yeah. 16 to like, this is kind of something I'm into. And then you sought out the the like one of the most prolific black minds in comics right? and sat across from him. And sure, you might not have known who you're speaking with, but you got to do it. Yeah, and you exactly. got to absorb that knowledge. And like you said, you got the baton. And then now you have a kid come up to you and tell you. So, you know, it, it comes full circle. And as as fans of your comic book and of your work and big supporters, we were more than happy to have you on the show. So thank you so much for coming through. We really appreciate it. Um, uh, and then shout outs to David Crownson, too, because you shouted him out. And that's true. That's another awesome black creator who's doing really cool things out there. Harriet uh, Tubman, Demon Slayer, if you guys haven't um, read it. Or heard about it? Go Let check me show it out. you that right there. There it is. Dope, dope. Yeah, that that cover. I always love that cover. Super dope. Yeah, it's the second issue right there. Love it. All right. So yeah, guys, that's pretty much the whole show. If you guys, uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, we hope you guys really enjoyed it, and uh, we you know we're gonna be talking to you guys soon. That's it. That's all. It's uh, anything you want to tell the people, Toby? Nah. Stay safe. Enjoy the rest of your summer. But I'll see Peace you guys out. next episode. Be out, <laughs> ladies.